Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody, welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller, and I'm joined by Jim Campbell. Hello. And Luke Moore. All right, everyone. Pete Donaldson isn't here, though. You didn't even let me get my all right everyone in there. Mm, I'm that gutted about yeah. Pete not being are we, here. Are we that pushed for time? I think we might be. <laughs> Firstly, though, we have to say that uh, this is today was the day Johan Cruyff sadly died. Yeah. And uh, what a player he was. What, what Such an important man in the game. This we know. But really, some people are saying... Possibly the most important man in football. That's a that's a huge claim, but the fact that he's mentioned in that chat I, I, shows. Well, I think you have to you have to make at least an argument to say that he was the most important player 
um, to have ever played the game, given that, of course, we all know about Diego Maradona and we all know about Pelé and the amazing things they did and we're experiencing that again with Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. But but the way that Cruyff thought about the game, the way he said that, you know, everyone yes. plays football with their feet, I, I like to play it with my head. He wasn't meaning header in the ball. No. He was meaning the brain inside the head. That's right. Um, and he really did, um, did sort of spearhead that whole total football movement as a player. Popularised um, it. And popularised it, of course, and then, and then of course, took it to, to Barcelona and achieved great things there. And, and uh, yeah, but if you think that Barcelona, the team we all know now, um, they hadn't won a European Cup before Johan Cruyff came along and managed them. So um, he clearly laid a lot of the foundations for that and what's happening there now as well. So, yeah, a huge loss to the game, but, but we're, we're blessed that we were able to see him play for such a long time and, yeah. and, 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 and able to benefit from all his contributions. There are mm. very few individuals uh, in football where, you, you know, you, you can look back at them and go, if this guy had never played football, it would be dramatically different. But Cruyff is one of those guys. He, he changed so much, and not even just on the pitch. The, the, just it, it was an entire different philosophy that, mm. that comes from that from that man. And Barcelona's way of playing, you know, as, as Luke touched on that, that 4-3-3 that they love, mm. that wasn't something that was ingrained in the club before Cruyff came along. Quite possibly the most important man in Barcelona's history. I, Which, I, I, you think about the size of that club, you know. For those of you who, who you know who don't know too much about the man's career, because he was a bit before your time, he's a bit before our time as well. Really, he certainly is a player anyway. We did cover him as part of the Dean Winners Hall of Fame. He's got an, um, an entry in there, and it's well worth listening to. It's on thefootballramble.com right now, and you can learn more about the man's career and his life in, in a lot more detail. Absolutely right. Um, let's 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 talk about the international break. We do love an international break. Mm. Let, let's be honest. No, not many people do. Yeah, we, we often, definitely do. We often say this. This mm. is a good one as well because it, it's it the is. friendlies before a tournament, so you know the squads are taking shape. It's business time. It's business Absolutely. time. It's business time. And England have got some business to do in Germany. Mm. Well, there's only two reasons that people, that the countries are having friendlies now, uh, especially the countries that have qualified for the, for the Euros. Um, it's that they want to get a bit of confidence up uh, ahead of the tournament. So they want to get a couple of wins, um, like England have. and <laughs> <laughs> or, or they want to test themselves against the best opposition, um, like, like Germany do. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. England have got. The, I think England are only sides. 100 percent qualifying record in um, in this in this qualification campaign for the Euros. Did Spain not do that? No, they got beaten by Slovakia. Oh yeah, you know. And and who was in England's group? I hear you cry. What well, doesn't matter? The statistics. Yeah. They're, they're in lie. the dust. Yeah. Some yeah. of those places don't even have international they teams don't even anymore. Exist. They don't bother. We retired them as countries, Jim. San Marino. Yeah. Daft little place. <laughs> they they regret the day. They even agreed to enter the That's qualification right. of this tournament mm. against a big beast yeah. of the <laughs> international Invented game. Invented the game all yeah. over your penalty area. Hodgson's beast. Yeah, um, it's about to awaken from its <laughs> from its uh, from delicate its, slumber. Yeah. yeah, very polite, yeah. mild mannered slumber. Yes, yeah. and is Jack Wilshire the man to lead England to glory? Because Roy Hodgson seems to think so, Jim. Emphatically, no. I'm oh. upset about this. Yes, you are. Um, I know you said Jim, but I feel like I'm more upset about it than Jim is. Jump in. Well, the Jim, you should go ahead first because I'm, I'm building up to something here. Okay, okay. all right. Well, I'm fuming. Um, Jim, I'm Bob Hoskins in Jim, uh, anything. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in the Long Good Friday. Yeah, I'm Bob Hodgson in the Long Good Friday. Just sat fuming, thinking about Jack Wilshire. Um, Hodgson has, of course, said that Wilshire is very integral to his plans, mm. even if he hasn't played much football, which, of course, he hasn't this season. He's yeah. still going to take him to the Euros. He basically just needs to prove basic fitness, really. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, I mean, there was a similar situation last summer. Was it against Slovenia? Yeah. Uh, where Wilshire scored a couple of goals, having been in a similar situation and not having played. So, I mean, there's an argument that when Wilshire is uh, just coming back from injury, that's actually when he's at his best because you mm. get that little pocket. But, I mean... Uh, it's, it's, this seems sort of ridiculous to me because, yes, Jack Wilshire is a great 
great player uh, on his day. He's a real engine room for the team. England don't have a player like that. But that's when he's fit. That's when he's had a season behind him. I mean, he hasn't. And also, what does it say to those other players as well that, you know, a, a, a probably not fit Wilshire is very likely to come in and take your place? I mean, it's, mm. that's going to make them perhaps nervous. You know, you're not going to get the best out of them in that sense. And I just, it's a, it's a real show that, that, Hodgson is quite rigid in his thinking. He's got his ideal set up. He will not deviate from it. And that worries me that are we going to be a little bit inflexible when the tournament comes around if personnel aren't right? And, you know, even if they're not, I would worry for Jamie Vardy yeah. uh, in that sense as well. What, what I would say before Luke. Sorry, that was a bit rational his... for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, furious. Well, what I would say then to before Luke empties his bowl of wrath um, <laughs> is that. Wrath uh, crispy. <laughs> <laughs> All over the studio. Um, is that Hodgson, uh, he he, he likes Wilshire because he's a certain type of player that England don't have anyone else like, you know, who can try and dictate the tempo in a midfield. Mm. And, and uh, you know, that style of, of play that, that Wilshire has, England don't have any other kind of player like that. With regards to what you said about he's quite rigid, well, he played a very rigid 4-2-3-1 at the World Cup a lot. Hodgson is now, he's played 4-4-2 diamond like he did away to Switzerland the first game. There's talk that that is a formation that he would very much consider. And also he's tried to bring in a 4-3-3, which I know is not that different to a 4-2-3-1. I mean, you, you, you can argue the toss on that but he has shown a little bit of flexibility this is a man who played 4-4-1-1 very much at Fulham so you know Luke Moore let's all enjoy a cup of deratinated coffee <laughs> while I tell you why this is absolute nonsense well should he play Marcus Rathford yeah I would prefer that yeah okay um, I think it's far too early for Rashford as, as we've talked about before but, but on, it was for the pun I know it was and that's fine and the pun does take precedent over everything else um the, the point about Jack Wilshere is this is a, this is an absolute nonsense comment from Roy Hodgson. It's completely needless, and, it, and in reality, it doesn't actually mean anything at all because <laughs> well, it, does, well, it doesn't because because even if Jack Wilshere was to rock up to, to to the training ground at Arsenal or wherever it, wherever it is tomorrow, fit, yeah, he would not be match fit by the time the Euros comes round. He's he won't have played for a whole year. Mm-hmm. So even if he comes fit tomorrow, you don't need a whole year for a tournament. No, I'm not saying that, but it was, it was certainly preferable to play more than no games in a year. <laughs> yes, um, well, that's, let's your, say, that's your opinion. Let's, let's at least agree on that. <laughs> I think games yeah, about opinions. How mate. many games have Arsenal got left? Eight in the league. I think they've got eight games in the league left, and, and there's nothing a, else there's, to play and for. There was, you know, a few England friendlies, yeah. not including these ones. So. Like I say, he's he's realistically going to at an absolute premium going to play mm-hmm. six full games ahead of the ahead of the tournament. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere near enough. It's mm-hmm. nowhere near enough, and it's, and that's not even taking into account the fact that he won't have played any meaningful games with England in mm-hmm. that shape in the current modern iteration of England that that they've developed over the qualifying campaign um, more recently. And so it's just it's, it's a pointless thing to say. All it serves to do is undermine the, the other midfield players who've worked really hard to get in the squad, both for their club and when they've had the opportunity for their country because Wilshire is not going to be a consideration for this mm. squad and nor should he be and, and I know Jack Wilshire's probably got a reputation maybe unfair I don't know the guy as being a bit of an idiot but not even he would say he deserved to be in this squad and it's a stupid thing to say the only thing I can give him sort of a little bit of credit for Hodgson is perhaps maybe doing it as a way to encourage Jack Wilshire mm-hmm. to make yeah. him to give him a bit of positivity mm-hmm. in what is quite, clearly quite a difficult situation for him but other than that it's got no merit at all it's pointless mm. Mm. I, it wasn't as wrathful as I thought it might be. No, no I've quite, quite, quite measured. I chilled out in my old age. Yeah. <laughs> 35 now. Well, Jim, going on what you said about Hodgson, Chris Coleman was uh, 
I don't know about giving it the big one about England, but I did enjoy it. He said, I know Roy very well. He rarely changes tactically. If England were going to change formation drastically, it is something I would study, but I don't see him doing that. We all know, uh, we all kind of know what England will bring to the Euros. It's not unfair, though, is it? It isn't unfair. I I just, we just have to hope that um, I really Coleman, like that. Yeah, we just have to hope Coleman has some sort of washing machine related disaster on the morning <laughs> of the game and that that upsets their plans. <laughs> is that all we've got? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you once uh, put your jacket in a washing machine or something. What did he do in a washing machine? <laughs> I don't remember. He was at Ralph Sosia's dad. No, yeah. he, and used he, was, he, he used it as an excuse. He used it as an excuse because he'd been out at a student night and then he said that he just didn't turn up to training or he came to training late and he said, oh yeah, my washing machine went Sorry, mad. that's right. I was thinking of the time when uh, he went on Sky Sports with a, with a strangely washed jacket, with I don't a very that. very big blazer, which was yeah. far too big for him because he for, he, he couldn't he what, he turned up without a blazer on and they needed blazers for right. that and he had to borrow one and it was far too big. Did the I, opposite of shrinking it in the wash? Yeah, I hate to match the two together. I hate to wrestle this back, but Chris Coleman's Wales are fifty to one to win Euro, win Euro two thousand sixteen with uh, with bet three six five. So mm-hmm. ten pounds on that will get yeah. you five hundred pounds. They're playing Northern Ireland in, in a friendly, which is uh, a, a good warm up for Wales. I think. Yeah, um, that'd be an interesting game. I think. Yeah, I th- good game. I, I, Both I, teams playing well. I think so. I remember a time when uh, they had a very heated affair in Cardiff. Robbie, Robbie Savage may have been sent off. Or... There was, like I think him. there was. I think there was two sendings off each. Or something I think like Savage that. was only sent off once, wasn't he? I think that might have been that game. Oh, okay. There we are. But seems um, mad. Well, you see, now you're all talking England down. So's Chris Common. Let's talk about somebody who knows international football, who's won the World Cup. It's Yogi Love, of course. Yeah. This man said England are among the favourites for the Euros. This Do we is, believe in Jim? Well, they are. They are. They have to be. I mean, if you look, if you look at... Sorry, you said Jim again, didn't you? What's wrong, what's wrong Jim? Why are you keeping on the gym all the time? Sorry, I, he's just in a... Because of stuff like this. <laughs> go, on, go, on, no, go, go on, Jim. <laughs> Marcus only... <laughs> Mar- not even words. Jim, just Mar- wrath. Marcus only wants to hear your opinion, so why don't you answer the question? I'd like to hear from Luke. You did, That's my opinion. You, you didn't hear I'd me. I'd like to hear from Luke as well. I was about to say, what do you think, Jim? And then I was about to say, and Luke. Okay, And yeah, you right. cut in. That sounds unlikely. Yogi, yeah. Old Yogi... Yeah, he's, he's saying this, Luke. I mean, I mean, is he being patronising? Because actually, if you look at the, the teams on paper, you'd probably say England are fifth, sixth favourites. Are you guys the, uh, familiar with the ELO ratings uh, as opposed to the FIFA rankings? Of course. So the ELO ratings are generally seen to be a little bit more accurate, a little bit more pro- sort of professional and, and sensible. It's not difficult alongside FIFA, yeah. but you understand that. And the, the UEFA rankings are a bit funny as well. Uh, ELO um, only rank two European teams above England, Spain and Germany. Mm. Mm, very positive. So, Mr Blue Sky rankings. For, for that... <laughs> Yeah, absolutely right. For those reasons, I think you've got a ranking as, as one as one of the. Do you factors, actually yeah. think that? Is that actually coming out of your mouth as a I real mean, opinion? Do you think the, uh, the the bands who are at the top of the charts are the best bands currently operating? I, th- I think <laughs> yes. I think that if those bands and artists were put together yeah. uh, on, on a uh, on a series of different algorithms around their performances, <laughs> that would possibly be the case. Right, you've got your penalty algorithm. Yeah. I want an England algorithm out of you. Mm. Okay, I'll go. I'll go away and work on it. But let me just. Please be honest here about this England thing, because this can't go unsaid. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. England have a bit of a chance. I do. Yeah, I do. Do you fancy us? I, I wouldn't. I, it's not got to the point yet where I outright fancy England, but Is I that think they've got Stradamus? a chance. Not quite yet. Is not quite at that level. Come he's, on. He's not prepared to stake his entire reputation on England. <laughs> no. And not unreasonably. No, yeah. Uh, what little reputation I have, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You started this show by saying that England are the only team to have a perfect qualifying record in, in, in the Europe. No, but that's just fact. Yeah. But, uh, but they, yeah, but, um, well, qualifying, camp- qualifying records generally don't actually cover anything, though, do they? It's very rare that that form continues through to a campaign. Yeah, England had a very good qualifying campaign under Fabio Capello. Well, in a way, it links back to why I was a little bit upset about what Roy Hodges said about Jack Wilshere. Denmark because- didn't even get to Euro 92 and they won the tournament. 
because um, I think that they have got a chance if Roy Hodgson picks the right squad. And I'm mm. not convinced he will. Yeah. I'm not convinced he will. Well, what do you make of the current squad? I like it. Well, they were on. But not enough. <laughs> I've done you there. So are we winning <laughs> or not? No, you haven't done me because what, what could happen for you to like it more? That would be a change of personality. And we, it's not like he's he's left, uh, you know, a twenty-five-year-old Gary Lineker out of the side. Do you know what I mean? What, what else is he? I like it because it's got it's got um, Jack Wilsh is not in there. That should appease you. That does appease me a little bit. I like <laughs> I like it because it's got some players who really richly deserve to be in there, and they're fairly untested, and that's positive. People like Dele Ali and Eric Dyer mm. and Danny Drinkwater. Um, I think I would have liked to have seen. It, it, I mean, Hodgson could have signalled his intent and really opened the floodgates that anyone's welcome here by picking someone like um, or Mark Albright and ahead someone like Peter Walker. I'd like to have seen that. Um, uh, Albright, mm. but there's not really other than Theo or Ryan Shawcross maybe. Ryan Shawcross is, is definitely. An option. I think that he can feel hard done by. There's a couple of West Ham players, Cresswell and Noble. Mark Noble's stats in the middle are absolutely fantastic. He's he's an incredibly effective and reliable player that gets overlooked all the time. You have to remember, though, say with the the right back situation, I mean, you you, you may be right there, Jim. I think some people like Noble, some people are are not surprised to see him uh, not in the squad. But with, say, Cresswell, Hodgson has. It's difficult to suddenly just bring players in last minute and hope that they get. Uh, ad- adapted to the squad, it is, it's yeah. a very tough order. And he's brought Rose in, to be fair to him. He has Duncan, brought Rose yeah. in. You know, there's Klein in there, and there's Walker. Walker's been uh, brought back into the side. He's been watching these players for a while and trying to bed them in. And it's international football's different to club football. You're away from home. You've got to gel with with yeah. the lads. So so little time. It's very well. very. It is very very um, very different indeed. What about Germany though? Um, <laughs> They've dropped Max Cruz of uh, Wolfsburg. Max Cruz has announced himself as a as a future Ramble favourite this week, hasn't he? We're going to be hearing more from this man. Yeah, listeners should really be aware of how much we are grateful. Yeah, when this stuff happens <laughs> to the work of Max Cruz, yeah, yeah. and we're not talking about his uh, paid work. Yeah, apparently he uh, or reportedly grabbed a woman's phone who was taking pictures of him in a nightclub. That's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, but Yogi loves not having it. Well, he should mm, be in a nightclub, him from the squad. Mm, for that reason. But squad. That's, not, that's by far not the strangest thing he's done this week, though, is it? Um, well, the, the money in the back of the taxi, which he won, I think we spoke about last week, that yeah. was happening, I it think, back in October. fine for doing that. But also... Um, Nutella. Nutella, yeah. The, but the, I, the, I'd the imagine that's of, ongoing. The club have sort of told him to stop eating so much Nutella, which raises the question of why they know it. Is he yeah, just, is like, he like, like it in with clawing him? it into his mouth at training or something? How do they know he's specifically eating so much? And one of the things they made him do, I forget which one this was related to, because so many weird things is um, they made him put up a chicken coop in dungarees for like to to help some sort of local project, like community um, service, some almost. community thing. Yeah, and he was wearing green dungarees and a, a Wolfsburg branded T-shirt, looking less than happy about the whole ridiculous situation. Right? Who is this man? I'll tell you what, there is um, there is a, a, a Mexican food range which involves. Uh, Chicken and chocolate, I believe. Is there really? I think so. Mm. Well, don't tell Max. Yeah, well, uh, no, maybe he's be all over that. Best maybe, maybe, maybe smearing the chickens in Nutella. Yeah, maybe he heard about while that while they're thought, alive. I'm going <laughs> to get me into the into the into the chicken. What was it? Was it called a chicken coop? hut? The coop. Oh, you did say coop. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought there was some kind of political the situation. Hut. <laughs> it's like Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be a chicken coop, <laughs> and that's gym. the sound that pigeons make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought get, was, get your coos right. I thought there was a power struggle, um, but yeah. So he's been dropped. Have you ever taken a photo of a famous footballer without them knowing? I know you have. I have definitely. Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. And um, does Latan though? No, no. You, had never... a go, you tried Latan, didn't you? No. He'd I know. thought you did it at a nightclub. No, we would look back at that picture oh, and right, it yeah. would nut you out of your phone. I knew there was a story involving Marcus and Zlatan at a nightclub. That's yeah. all I had. Mm. Yeah. At the Armani Club. Call it as it is. 
I, um, I took a surreptitious picture of Delia Smith once, um, but it was at the Emirates, so it wasn't that weird that she no, was there. It's in a football scenario. Yeah. It's in a football-related environment. She's, yeah. a, she's a person in the game of foot, in the footballing arena, she is. As, as I like to say. We're going to talk about uh, more international football after this. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my cube, I'm listening to the football ramble. 
about him, but he's mm-hmm. not really a striker. And he's um, not done much. No, and we've got uh, he's got 16 goals for, for Spain. Paco Alcacer, he's, he's got six goals. I mean, yeah. he started off well in his international career, to be fair to him, but he's not a household mm-hmm. name. He's not someone who's going to no. really strike he's fear into opponents. Though. Alvaro Morata, who's been around a little bit and obviously mm-hmm. moved to Juventus, he's not hugely experienced. Nolito, who's not scored for Spain. Well, Nolito's more of a winger, really. Yeah, indeed, and not a forward. And Artis Adariz, who uh, plays for Athletic Bilbao, who's capped once, not scored. Yeah. They're just, they're, 35 years old. Yeah, indeed. And 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 David Silva and Ches Fabregas are the only other players who've really been among the goals for, for Spain. And, then, and even then, that's only mm. sort of 35 or so between them. But then we've seen Spain before play without a striker properly. Yeah. I mean, this is the annoying thing. Mm. It, but they're decent. The, the they sense really is, are. though, the sense is that that was a different Spain. This Spain playing without a striker, I don't think would be anywhere near I as know, effective. but when Spain played England in that friendly in, in, in southern Spain, I think it was, the way they played, it was just... Like you said of England, you know, and you just thought they're not even that good. I know England had yeah. an experimental side. I don't want to put the the, the dampeners on uh, Roy Hodgson's side, but Spain is still they're still a force to be reckoned with, and they, they're surely you know in the top three favourites or whatever it is in the top five. But um, the Italians are an interesting one for me. I, I can't mm. really work out. Oh, this would be a great time for an Italian win. No one expecting it. Just mm. bang. Yeah. But then there's some, other, there's some other sides, I mean, who, who are playing pretty well at the moment. Austria have got a decent team. Um, Austria are going to win the Euros, was that? They've yeah. got a decent side. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. similar. Yeah. Same, same. We'll, we'll take that as red, Jim. We'll I'm, take that. We, we, we've interpreted that as we wish. I'm going to move on. <laughs> the Irish are up against Switzerland in this uh, batch of friendlies. Um, what lessons will Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane have learned from their Super Bowl experience? And will they be trying to implement any new ideas gained from the trip? Helmets. <laughs> no, no, I don't want you to comment on the men. I said, will they? Will they be <laughs> naughty? Yep. Get a quarterback in there. Yeah. Well, they've got a really tough group, haven't they, Ireland? Even with three going through, they're in there with Sweden, Belgium, and Italy. So yeah. you would think they're the favourites to not get through. But I like what Roy Keane said this week. Is that how you word it? The favourites not to get through? Yeah, <laughs> that's how they'll be worded it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Roy Keane said this week, basically, you know, the buzz of qualification has to be forgotten now. And he said something like, "Go over there and be remembered. Don't just go over there with the attitude that we're happy to be there. That's not enough." Um, and he said, yeah, he's right, to yeah. be fair, that the players they have there and the staff they have there are not thinking like that. They want to stay there for as long as possible there's there's no sort of there's no idea in the camp of like this is a good finish they're not thinking about that Absolutely they're just, right. just being as committed as possible because that's what got them through they qualified in a group containing Poland and Germany and Scotland as well and Scotland's like a derby match as yeah. well yeah. so that's always it was always tricky and Gordon Strachan's pulled their socks up a bit since he's taken over they beat Germany yeah, in Dublin. I think we talk. It, we talk about the group that Ireland have got. I mean, did, I mean I did, am I right in saying they took four points off Germany? I think they drew one all in Germany. I can't remember. Forgive me if that's wrong, but, but they certainly put in performances. But we talk a bit about Ireland in that way, so you know that they're possibly the weakest team in that group. I mean, you know, you wouldn't want them in your group. You would not want them in your mm. group. If, you, if you're if you're Belgium or Italy. You you want one game. Now it's been expanded to 24 teams. You want one game to be a bit of a gimme. Yeah. Ireland's not going to be that. Oh, you'd rather, say, an Albania or something, who's their first tournament and so yeah, on. Yeah, so cool. so, I mean, actually, I know they're no bad teams in it, you know, I should say. Despite what I've just said, you might think they'd probably have a little bit more than Sweden. Zlatan aside, yeah. they're, um, you know, it's, they, they do lack. So who knows? It'd be oh, amazing they, if they got through. Is it time for Henrik Larsson to come out of retirement again? Does <laughs> well, he did, still do that? Well, if you do think uh, Republic of Ireland are going to start off their friendly campaign um, with a win against Switzerland, then 19 to 10 on Bet365, so a £10 stake um, with them returns you £29, including stake. Yeah. Speaking of coming out of retirement, Italy, Totti. Surely, no, not again. <laughs> it's up, up to him. I'd yeah, like him is. just to make the statement. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like, I'd get on board with that. Dina I'd like Tarly. him to make the statement. 
Demon's oh, another one. Turning about the years. <laughs> um, let's move on from uh, Europe and talk about some World Cup qualifiers that uh, are happening around the globe. Brazil versus Uruguay is a tasty one. Sure South is. American uh, qualifying will be in full flow. Dungas Brazil will be looking to beat up anyone standing in their way. Uruguay without Diego Godin, who is, for my money, one of the best centre backs in the world at the moment. Mm, yes, and I'm sure that. for a lot of other people's money as well. They do have uh, Jose Jimenez, his partner at Atletico Madrid, who's, who, who's very good. But Brazil's defence looks a lot better than it has done in recent years. And it? when I say recent years, I mean specifically the summer of 2014, yeah. the semi final, <laughs> um, <laughs> lest we forget. Interestingly, part of that's come about because Dunga doesn't seem keen on either Marcelo or Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva has yeah. played as the Copa America, and you know, in, in isolation, they're both very good players. Well, Thiago see, Silva, in particular. Well, he was out of that semi final, which was one of the reasons why they got hammered. I so think it's badly. insane that he's not like the first name on the team. Every time I see him play, he's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a brilliant player. I mean, Miranda's decent for Inter, obviously, former Atleti player. But they're fullbacks. I mean, if, they, if he goes with Danny Alves and Felipe Luiz, that's, that's a fine uh, pair of fullbacks right yeah. there. And Felipe Luiz, obviously, playing for Atletico. Um, but Speaking of South America, Barack Obama's family were in Argentina recently. His daughters wanted to meet uh, Lionel Messi, but a meet couldn't be set up. Was it because he was in Spain? Possibly. Perhaps. Possibly. It's strange, isn't it, when you hear that? Um, on, on, more broadly on the um, on the World Cup qualifi- qualification in South, uh, South America, it's worth pointing out how poor the Argentina are doing. Mm. Yeah, that's what they do, though, isn't e- it? Ecuador have started off with four wins out of four, including beating Argentina in Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. Argentina are down in sixth, and the first four go through with five. the fifth-place team going into a playoff. As things stand, now it's early days, but as things stand, <laughs> Argentina are in real, mm. real trouble. Has a Manchester are. City flop uh, Felipe Caicedo become like an absolute international goal machine in this qualifying <laughs> round? It's very strange. He scored one of the goals against Argentina, to be fair. Yeah, he did. Mm. So Argentina, as you say, they're in a bad position, but they've got Chile next, which is potentially maybe not as tough as it was now. San Paoli's not there, but uh, they've also got Bolivia on, tu- on Tuesday on a pitch that is apparently awful because uh, there was recently an Iron Maiden concert there. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Happy with that. That's very great. British, isn't it? Get yeah. one over on the Argies. Yeah. Send, send your best men on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff. Um, elsewhere in, in qualifying for Russia 2018 around the go- around the globe. We, we we go to the Middle East where Jordan have beat Bangladesh eight nil. The red nap, the red instant impact yeah. from old Ari Ari red nap. Yeah, it's quite a sensational. Really, he's he's entered the international arena at last. Do you reckon, yeah. do you with an eight nil win. How yeah. many other managers can say that? <laughs> no, no England manager can say that. San Marino, Belgium beat him ten nil. He's but left, he didn't um, enter the arena. He's left a voicemail at the FA. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure what time it is there, but I'll just give you, give you a score update. I know Roy's out of contract in the summer, yeah. so just give you a score update. And just just to remind you how badly Alan Pardew's doing, really. <laughs> and my knees are fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, dear. Listen, weird. to be fair to Redknapp, he did say ahead of the game, the 8-0 game, the win, he said, it comes down to the players. I haven't got a magic wand. I can't come here and suddenly go, we're going to play like Brazil. Well, they've won 8-0. Yeah. To be fair to I'm you, sure he's changed his tune post, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just told him a few things. It's oh, obviously sunk in. He's, got, he's, got, he's actually come up with another quote since the game. Yeah. It doesn't come down to the players. I have got a magic <laughs> wand. I can come here and suddenly say, we're going to play like Brazil. And I have done. It's just super. My showreel was on the way to the FA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, if I, ca- if I can get another 5% to make the difference, I'll be delighted. It will be down to the players. They are the most important people. Once they go onto the pitch, it's down to them. The first game at home gives me a good opportunity to see them. It's going to be down to their character to go to Australia and put in a real performance. He's already washing his hands of a of, yeah. of a of a some might say inevitable de- defeat in Australia, which is obviously a tough place to go, especially for Jordan. I mean, Jordan at 82nd in the FIFA World Rankings, but that, I mean, they really could do with two wins in in their group if they want to progress to the next phase of qualifying. If they don't 
beat Australia, then I think they need to uh, look at results. It's elsewhere. quite a complicated one in that part of the world, isn't it? It, is. it does it go is. through a lot of different phases. Yeah, but I, I love the fact he's like, well, no, it's all, it's all on the players. Mm. It's all on the players. I mean, obviously, he's only in charge of two games. You've yeah, got exactly. to give him an ounce of. Uh, he'll stick. He'll stick it out a bit longer. I think. Do you think? Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, if they go through, well, obviously. I think what he will do is hedge his bets. If Jordan are doing well, he'll stay there. If not, I'll go back to Derby. <laughs> if Derby have a mare, he's going to stay at Jordan. Yeah, what I mean, he's, he's mates with choice. Prince Ali bin Hussein, isn't he? he is. The uh, former FIFA presidential candidate. He is, yeah. That's how, uh, that's how he got the gig. Unsurprising news. Mm. That's absolutely right. Um, do we have any correspondence, Luke? Uh, I'm not on correspondence this week, Marcus. It's Jim. It's yeah. Jim. Jim Campbell. Oh, sorry, I thought you'd get offended if I asked Jim. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> do you want the bet of the week first, though? I wouldn't yeah, mind, actually. I wouldn't mind. Let's sorry. do the bet of the That's week. Gives, of you a bit, gives you a bit of time. Um, we're going to go back to the uh, to England's visit to the old enemy yeah. for the bet of the week. Um, Scotland? Those little slugs in oh, Germany. Right. Um, not the old enemy. For, okay, one of the old enemy. The not-so-old enemy. That's not how Germany's uh, it. Can I get on with it? Please. Uh, England are going to Germany, as we all know, and we've decided for our bet of the week we're going to be patriotic. After a winner last week, by the way. That's me banging my chest. Yeah. We had uh, Manchester United to beat Manchester City last week. They did. Yep. You welcome, uh, you welcome people, and you welcome Prospect Cancer UK. You get a, a good chunk of money for that. You um, welcome people. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we're going for Harry Kane to score first in an England win. <laughs> in this, what are you laughing at? Nothing. Good. It's a, seri- it's a serious bet. Something yeah. Jim said earlier. Harry Kane to score first in an England win. Yeah, Eight, eighteen to one. 18 to 1. Mm. Um, 50 pounds on that, with all proceeds on that going to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, 950 pound returns, including mm. stake. Um, so get, get your money on that. 50 pound at 18 to 1. Harry Kane to score first and then England win. Please remember, you must be over the age of 18 to bet and gamble responsibly. And for more information on responsible gambling, please go to gambleaware.co.uk. Now Jim can do his correspondence. Marvellous. Just going to go straight in. Hi, lads. Um, <laughs> Hi. To back up the point on Pard's regular end-of-season drop-off, in 2013-14, um, on Boxing Day, Newcastle were three points behind Liverpool on 33 points. At the end of the season, Liverpool had almost won the league on 84 <laughs> points, and Newcastle had scraped to 49 points, collecting a pathetic 16 points from the last 20 games. Friday night football can't come soon enough. <laughs> Cheers, Andrew Maxwell. So that's... Uh, Cheers, Max. Just further, um, further grist to the mill, to the Pardew mill. Indeed. Got a couple of... Um, kind of a bit of commentary... Uh, Commentary, commentary watch, let's call this. Okay. Um, so, uh, my a commentary comment. The, a commentary comment, indeed. My highlight of the week was Sunderland fan Ryan on Saturday 6.06 suggesting that against Newcastle on Sunday, Allardyce would go with Defoe and Barini up front and go for the jugglier. That's from <laughs> Ivor Go Ford. for the juggler. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, presumably is a lot of jugglers at Newcastle because it's an absolute circus. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Now, this one's from Brian Redio. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, uh-huh. but either way, it's, start, a, it's a good name. Start off name. well, yeah. Start yeah off ready off, well. radio. G- good name, either way. Hey, guys. Hello. All right, how you doing? Right, yeah. My highlight of the week was listening to Robbie Savage, first time ever, surely, commentating on the Manchester Derby for Five Live, claiming, I don't know how you get cramp in these modern days. <laughs> Which begs the question, <laughs> is cramp getting harder to get? These modern days, he's like a sort of like medieval time traveller, yeah, marvelling at the things sound, around him. It sounds like he's been launched in the 2016 from uh, medieval France. <laughs> yeah. I can understand if he got scurvy or something. Yeah. You know, I don't how know how you get scurvy gout in the modern day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rickets it's, it's in your crap. mouth. What's going on yeah no from sitting awkwardly yeah Oh dear! Is that all, Jim? That's all. Marvelous. So we've got time for. There we are. If you want to get in touch with us, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com or on Twitter at footballramble. The website is thefootballramble.com. Of course, check out our animation um, from the good people at Four Four Tunes at uh, youtube.com forward slash footballramble and on Instagram and Facebook. Say goodbye, Jim. Bye bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 